Well, hello. We've been trying to reach you about your car's extent. Ah, fuck that. Sorry. I do that to people and answer the phone. Um, welcome back to the Closet of Nonsense, season three. This is going to be episode eight. Um, to all of you that are checking in on this one, it's going to be an audio only, and I want to thank you for being a diehard because I know that it's way more interesting when we have people on the show. You get to hear from the diversity of myriad of people that we have in our lives. And uh, unfortunately, because life happens, um, sometimes we just can't get them either recorded, scheduled, done in time, personal tragedy, illnesses, things like that. It just steps in. And I do apologize for that. We're trying really hard to make sure that we get around that. But uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but 2023 has been kind of a shit show since things started here. So um, we've been trying. I will say we're about two thirds of the way through the season. And that could be a complete and utter lie because I honestly don't know. The beauty of the closet of nonsense and the whole fact that we do this is we don't really have like a set structure. There's no real rhyme or reason of, oh, we're going to have 16 episodes. We just decide. We sit together and go, oh, yeah, this is thematic. This is work. This is how we're going to do this. And we're going to move on from here. And usually it's when we want to do a bigger change or we're changing up the lineup. So at this point, I do. I will say we've got three, possibly four more episodes uh, in this season because they're ones that we already had scheduled. That one we recorded and it malfunctioned and we couldn't get it uploaded properly. Um, the others we've just had to reschedule. And I want to get those in because I feel like these people's stories are not only interesting, but what they have to say is, is compelling enough that I want to get it on the books before we move into another season rather than keep trying to drag people forward. We've done that too much and it ends up feeling like we're chasing our tails backwards. And I don't like that. The other side of this is that I'm trying to get the other hosts to get them a little more involved because we've spread all over the country now. I'd like to get them a little more involved and have them do some solos and do some things and get those uploaded. So you're not always just listening to me drone on. Um, I find that incredibly irritating. I will say thank you. I've gotten a lot of comments. People apparently really like my radio voice and they love that. I, that's great. That's fantastic. I don't like my voice, so it's it's nice to hear that. But at the same time, I'd rather listen to other people. So. When we come to these episodes like this, where it's, uh, it's, I don't want to say they're filler episodes, because we have a lot that we want to talk about. I have a whole list. I mean, I keep notes on my phone. I keep little post-it notes of just ideas and concepts and things that I'd like to talk to people about, but it's like, I don't want to force subject matter on anybody. When people come on the show, I want to tell their story. I want them to tell what they want to do, not what we want them to do. Obviously, there's some promotional aspects to that, but really, it's a, it's a conversation that we're recording. It's not some preconceived notion or we're going to come in talking about this, 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 and this. I don't believe in that. It makes for really boring entertainment. And so, you know, I've got, you know, talking about depression and dealing with it. I've talked about addiction and dealing with that. I've got, you know, Supernatural from Aliens and, oh my God, I could go on that for hours. I've got a whole lot to talk about when it comes to my personal life. There's a whole big story I want to tell about my kids because some of that is, it may, it, people will find it relevant and be able to reach out and realize they're not alone in these situations. And some of it's just funny shit. Um, I will say that I'm really looking at, looking forward to this year's 420 episode because it's already funny with what just I've put together and what we've decided to do for this year. It's going to be interesting. So that, I mean, it's just things like that. But the biggest thing about this year, and, and one of the things that has come up, and I talk about the media a lot. I do. I talk about all the different things and all the different times when you're, you're looking up something, you're trying to figure out something. I mean, you've got, where do you look for your media? And so many people go to social media as if it's real news, going to Facebook, going to Twitter. And, and, and sometimes, yes, there is some substances, there's substance to that, but often it's just opinion. But then I thought about it. Right now, that's all news. 
Like, I mean, Fox News is in court right now being investigated for spinning things, even though they knew that what they were. I mean, it's it's a big deal. You got, you know, U.S. News and, and you got you know BBC and NBC and The Guardian and Reuters and, you know, The New York Times and ABC and The Wall Street Journal. And, and there's these things that are everywhere. And if you read what's going on in Europe versus what's going on in Australia versus what's going on in South America, the same story can be read a billion different ways and be interpreted according to, to whoever wrote it, whoever published it, things of that nature. And so I kind of go through, and maybe I'm the only one who does this, but I have certain things on my phone, you know, like those Newsbreak apps, where if certain aspects of things come up, I want to know about them. Mostly like science and medical breakthroughs. I dig that shit. I think it's really cool to see how far we've come, um, not just on a personal level because of people that I know going through experiences, but seeing what we're capable of and 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 how far that goes. Then there's the flip side of that because I'm such a pessimist that I'm like, and the further we go medically, the closer we come to zombie apocalypse. And it's a fun little situation for me because again, I don't know what to believe. Not all the time. I tend to fact check. I tend to take a story back as far as I can go to find out where it came from and what's really gone on. That doesn't mean that I know. Ultimately, it could all be fluff. Who gives a fuck, though? If, if you get enough data together that you're studying it, that's the important part, that you have enough knowledge. And lately, I mean, really in the last two weeks, it's been really good to me. People have been hitting me up and giving me these, these news articles that they think I'll be interested in. And they're completely made up. They're completely falsified. I mean, it reminds me of David Glass and 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 these these when I wanted to be a journalist and these people I looked up to and then found out they were just writing fiction. And it's like that to me, it does such a disservice to really everybody. I mean, but it's it's not something that I want to ever stop and go and give credit to because you look at all these situations where who's doing what, where, who's saying what, where, who's putting this out there, what's the source. And if you've got some fundamentalist saying, oh, this is how we're going to push this agenda, or you've got some extreme liberal saying we're going to push this agenda, that can change science, that can change medicine, that can change history. Um, I remember right after, I think it was the, the first couple of days of the year, um, they found new pyramids and new tombs in Egypt. And I was, I love Egyptology. Anybody who knows me knows I loved Egyptology. And so I was really interested. And one story I read was very clear on, they found the tomb of Osiris. That's what they believe is the name on the tomb is Osiris. One of the other articles I read is they found a tomb that was paying deference to Osiris. And here we are, you know, 60 days later, I still don't know which it is. I keep waiting for more information. I'm very invested and interested in that. They're, you know, they're doing new new muon testing. They're doing new age testing, new carbon dating, trying to determine what's going on with the age of the Sphinx versus the pyramids versus, again, if you read one article, it says that, oh, it's 10,000 years or earlier and, or 20,000 years earlier. You read something else. Oh, it's remade and it was recreated. And then you read, oh, it was brought in later and it was brought into a difference to this pharaoh. And it's none of it matches. But this is released as news. These are these are these are breaking things that go on. So I'm like, well, what do I do? So to counteract that, I like really ridiculous, funny bullshit to counteract the whole, oh, I gotta fact check this because I'm interested in it and I want to know what's going on. I then have funny crap. And what I mean by that is anything that has Florida man in it. I want to know that. 
because Florida man to me, even though it's never the same person, at least it hasn't been yet, it usually is something that's very hilarious. And then I also immediately screenshot and send that article back to my friends that live in Florida. And they're like, yep, sounds about right. And I'm like, how do you live there? How, how do you, it's chaos. It sounds like utter chaos, but I love shit like that. There's one case where this woman found her husband dying on her lawn. She calls 911, goes to the, you know, he goes to the hospital. He's recovering. She finds out he cheated and she goes to the hospital and shoots and kills him. It's, I don't know the whole story, but I don't need to hear the whole story to be like, wow, that's just irony in action. I dig that. I don't know why, and it's probably very evil of me, but it's one of those things like this person saved you just, and, I, and there's a few of those that have gone on through the years where I'm like, wow, this is nuts. So I try to go back and forth. And then because I'm in entertainment, I like to keep up with, you know, the different things, bands. I mean, Ozzy retiring from touring and things that kind of broke my heart a little bit. Just, you know, watching what Panic's doing, watching what MCR is doing, watching what the Deftones are doing. I just try and track all that. So that's a constant thing. And he's like, well, what's your favorite thing to read? What's your favorite thing to get into? What's your favorite subject to do? I don't believe in favorites. I believe, and, and, and. I, I kind of stole this concept from from the book High Fidelity and then further the movie, which if you get a chance, you want to see Jack Black getting to be prime Jack Black and working off John Cusack. Go go watch High Fidelity. It's got a killer soundtrack too. So, But uh, they do this thing called top fives and they do them in no particular order. And I kind of like to do the same thing because I would rather, like especially with music, people are like, what's your favorite song? Fuck you. I can't tell you that. There's no such thing as a favorite song. I can give you my favorite song to drive to, or maybe my favorite couple of songs to drive to, but even that can change according to my mood. Driving when I'm angry, driving when I'm sad, driving when I'm happy, that changes. You, you So for me, it's more a matter of like, what do we do? Like what really strikes me? What really makes me go, huh, that's interesting and makes me actually study it. That's the stuff I do. And I try and do more top fives. Like one of my favorite stories this year, it was one of the first ones is, you know, th there's a pigeon caught in a prison yard with a little backpack of meth on it. Somebody had actually like pinned it to a pigeon and they were teaching pigeons to take meth to prisoners. That's how they're smuggling it in. <laughs> and for, for, upon first glance, like that's, A, that's ingenious. Like, I'm sorry, I, I'm not, uh, I'm obviously not trying to support the drug trade, but that's ingenious. Come on. How long do you think that's been going on before they finally caught it? I mean, a while. Because you know there's a success rate involved before they realize, well, where's the meth coming in? And then somebody realized there was pigeons like hopping up to windows or hopping up to people in the yard and giving them fucking backpacks full of meth. I think that's kind of amazing. At the same time, I started looking up, you know, drug statistics in prisons in the U.S. And holy shit, that's terrifying. So something that's funny led me to something that's something not not very funny. And and then you start, of course, falling down that that rabbit hole. I mean, just here in Mesa County where I live. Just this year, they've had a couple hundred thousand fentanyl pills that they've confiscated. It's not even March yet. A couple hundred thousand fentanyl pills. And it's not even anything the, the national scale would notice. Wouldn't even make national news. Because it's not nearly a, a, a big enough bust to, to make a dent. That's terrifying to me. But it took me a minute where something funny led me to something a lot more interesting or a lot more real. There's depth to it. Those kinds of things. Again, sometimes I see something that's like, holy shit, that's scary. 
And I don't know if you remember the movie The Core. And that, I remember being, I think I was right out of high school when that movie came out, but you know, it's about the center of the earth is stopped and we're going to fly off and it's going to change. And and then I see this thing here a few weeks back that there's course stopped and, and maybe reversing direction. And I'm like, oh my God, is it, is it the end time? Is it, is it, you know, is this, is this an earth leveling event? Is this going to be, and then I look it up and come to find out like this happens, like this is normal. And in the process of studying this and going through this, discovered that 100 miles below the surface of the Earth, there's this whole new realm that science is just discovering that no one knew existed until now. There's like a whole another layer of the Earth that they didn't know was there, and they don't know what the purpose is or what it's going on. And then, of course, that leads you to hollow Earth concept and hollow moon concept and all these other things. And I fell down that rabbit hole. I ended up watching like six stupid doc they're not even good documentaries but i watched them because i was stuck in the rabbit hole and and i totally get why people fall for conspiracy theories because it's very easy to almost find entertainment and then you have to stop and remember okay this isn't real this isn't something that i can relate to this isn't something that i, I can actually fact check this is something i'm reading and for whatever reason i want to believe it in the moment it's like there's a scene in avengers that bothers me. This is a comic book movie. This is a complete fantasy where you have to remove your existence of paradigm completely so that you can enjoy this film. It's superheroes and monsters and aliens and magic. And the scene that bothers me is when Loki tosses Tony Stark through a window on the top floor of Stark Tower, because I know that you can't go through those windows. That's what bothers me. The whole movie, that's what bothers me, is that because I've done construction, I know how thick that glass is. I know what that's like. I mean, the way that that, and again, I know that. I know that's dumb. I know that's not something I should be paying attention to, but it is something that I pay attention to. And here we are all these years later, and I can't let it go. So... I guess I just, I'm never really sure, like, what you know, I want to believe this, I want to believe that, I want to look at this, I want to look at that. It's kind of crazy. And so when I discover those things, it ends up leading me to all these other things, and that's why I think that so many people do fall into these just complete and utter mind-altering, like, 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 as much as I hate the QAnon movement, the whole thing behind it, and the scam that it it is and was... I do on a marketing from a marketing standpoint kind of respect it because that really whipped people into a frenzy that really confused people and really separated people in a way. And at least in the United States that you don't see. Of course, I'm one of those people too, that I get frustrated. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love the people love sports teams. I love that people love football and soccer and all this stuff and they get behind it in the World Series and there's drama in it. There's 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 passion in it. I respect a lot of people who go out and do these things. But at the same time, when they, you know, when you when somebody wins the Super Bowl, they have these huge parades and millions of people come out to celebrate and it's we, 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 we as if they were on the field with the team because they believe in it. And I like that sense of ownership. But for one, you didn't do shit. You sat at home or you went, maybe you went to the game and that's at least some commitment, but you, you didn't do that. And you're taking credit for somebody else's hard work, A. And B, why can't we do that for things like, you know, spelling bees? 
or like they don't do that for Nobel prizes. You don't have millions of people coming out for breakthroughs in medicine or freedom or peace or, you know, they don't. And I think that that's just inherently wrong as a species. I think we have a problem with that. We celebrate the wrong things for whatever reason. I'm not saying wrong, but we celebrate things very unequally. And I think that stems from all the way from school, all the way through our lives. And I'm not sure if there's a remedy for that short term, but it bothers me. So I don't know. I'm looking at things that just popped up on my news thing. I was like, oh, what else What else do I have? Because I, I do. I take screenshots and I do little notes. Uh, I don't know this one. Biologists found five new species of snakes, and Leonardo DiCaprio named one that produces a musty and distasteful odor after his mother. That's like a great your mom joke and a science fact. That's right up my alley. If you see stuff like this, send it to me. Because I'm going to want it. I love headlines that I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that's one of them. Like, what? I don't know why they even let DiCaprio name that species of snake. I have no clue. But I think it's awesome. And that he burned his mom in the process. For me, that works. I, I don't know why. I don't know why those things pop up and why I think they're funny. Um, and, of course, right after that. I, and this, to me, this hits home because I have, I have friends uh, with this disease. You know, the fifth person cured of HIV after stem cell transplant. They're actually curing HIV. They've gotten HIV down to a level now where it's legitimately, if it's undetectable, it's untransmittable. And they there's medicines to do that now. That's huge. It's huge. It means that any disease that you know if you do you do enough research you spend enough time i mean i'm hoping that cancer research of all kinds reach that level i'm hoping that that we we eradicate leukemias and and things of that nature because as much as that is nature's essentially control you know population control it's also it's a shit show I mean, Deadpool said, Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool said it best, cancer is a shit show. And I have never really, I mean, that's one of those things I've dealt with it personally. I've watched, I have friends and loved ones who have dealt with it personally. And it's just, it's ridiculous. And so at least it gives me hope. And that's the other thing is I like looking at, at hope. I like looking at those things. And that's where the social media aspect comes in. Because you start learning about people's personal stories and why it matters to them. A lot of people ask me, why, why are you so passionate about Down syndrome? My oldest daughter has Down syndrome. And I am her, I am one of her advocates. I'm a person that, that I knew very little about anything Down syndrome until she was born. And I have learned more and study more and look at things more every day. Was that something I ever planned on? No. But it's something that is part of my life. And so it is part of it. On the other hand, um, I was not prepared to have girls as a parent. Nope. So, you know, that's super fun. So trying to figure that out where, you know, you're dealing with how to deal with the emotional changes, the physical changes and, and all these things and, and the communication issues that come with Down syndrome. It's taught me more patience than anything else. And then I do have to reach out to things like on social media and reach out to groups and, and go, okay, how, how? I don't know what's going on here. Please help. 
and and that leads to some pretty interesting facts and and, and investigations on on that thing. You, a lot of people are like, man, I'm really into this dumb thing. No, there's no such thing as a dumb thing. If you're in anime and you study and you know everything about anime, that's fucking great. In fact, I want to talk to you because you're going to teach me something. And I say it all the time. I never want to be the smartest person in the room. If you are the smartest person in your room consistently, you're in the wrong fucking room. You need to go sit somewhere else and learn from somebody else. You are and become who you hang around. And if you spend all your time hanging around people that do the same things and are only interested in the same things, you don't expand. That's just stagnancy. And I don't really understand that as a, as a person or as, as, an, as an individual, but I don't understand that from the level of humanity. The fact that we as people are inherently, we're, we're hungry for knowledge. We want to learn more. We want to know more. We want to engage. And, you know, people talk about that FOMO, fear of missing out. And, and I mean, Skylar's talked about it on this, this podcast. Sometimes you're just so scared to, to miss something that you don't, you're too afraid to expand beyond that. And I think that that's, I don't know, you're doing yourself a disservice if you do that. You need to look forward to what you can do and how you can better yourself. If you better yourself, you're leading by example, other people will follow suit. It's a real easy way to become a leader in a situation without really putting yourself on any kind of a chopping block. You, you're not going to, if you're learning and you're just doing something on your own and expanding, I don't care how ridiculous the concept is. If you want to know everything there is to know about fucking Raisin Bran, get it. I'm one of those people, like, I, I hate, I love trivia. I love just really dumb shit. And I, I kill it. Like, I'm not, Jeopardy? No, no, that ain't me. Trivial Pursuit and these, you know, dumb little things on TikTok and shit, yeah, I kill those. That's fun. It's just something I can do. Keeps my mind moving. And I think that if you really enjoy those things, if a question comes up and you don't know the answer, you're like, man, I wish I knew that. Take a note of it. Go do it. Go learn it. That's better news. That's a better story. That's a better interpretation of what's going on in society than what you're fed by media, by the news. Don't do that. So on that note, I do need to kind of plug. We, we, we're running into issues. We're doing great. There's so many of you listening to, to this podcast and for what started as kind of a joke i can't thank you enough we as a group can't thank you enough um it's been really cool just some of the people that have reached out people that i'm surprised that that i know and are like dude i really dig this or this is cool or i like this episode or they reference something or they hit me up with some random question we get a lot of messages um I get a lot on Snapchat, actually. A lot of people asking, you know, why don't you talk about this? Why don't you interview this person? Here's this. Here's that. Can I help you hook up with this person? I dig that. Keep doing that. Please keep doing that. One of the problems we're running into, though, is getting people to take it seriously because we don't have much of a social media following because I say it all the time. I suck at self-promotion, and it feels like self-promotion. Even though I'm trying to promote the other people that we work with, it feels like self-promotion. So we are on Facebook and Twitter uh, already. It's, it's at Closet Nonsense on Twitter. It's at The Closet of Nonsense on Facebook. Actually, if you just type in Closet of Nonsense podcast into any search engine, you'll get not only what social media we have, but you'll also get links to our platforms that we stream on. Spotify, iTunes, all that. Amazon, Kindle. I mean, you can go look and, and see all the different ways, even just checking those out. 
if it's if it's your preferred, maybe there's a better service for you to listen to podcasts, or that you're going to find other podcasts that we attach to, or that are similar to us by going to a different platform that maybe you don't use as often. Please do that, because not only does it does it help us move forward, you're helping yourself. You're expanding your knowledge base. I will say this: we we did decide to join the the ranks of TikTok, which was something we were very unsure of, um, because other than a select few, how do you successfully promote? your podcast on TikTok. It feels like you're just redundant. I think we figured out something. We're going to do that. And that is, at, that's also at the closet of nonsense. Um, you know, we don't have anything posted yet. We haven't done anything yet. That should be coming in the next weeks. And then we're going to be trying to consistently post every week to two weeks, get you know some some major access to play out there. So please give us a follow. And that's a place where we're going to keep our, our messages open. So it's a great place to talk to us. So you can literally reference whatever we post directly. And that's what we want. We want that conversation. That is the point of this podcast. If you have a story you want to tell, I don't care how mundane you think it is or how ridiculous you think it is, please reach out because we are starting to load the hopper for season four and we'd really like to expand it some more personal stuff for people we don't know. We want to hear your story. We want to hear what you're up to. Hit us up. You can email us. You can message us, any of us individually or on the sites. Please do that because it gives us something cool to do. All right, music on this one. That lead-in was Anxiety. Uh, the song is Heartbreak. This is a dude that I can't actually say I've met personally. Um, we talk online all the time. Um, he's actually married to a great friend of mine, and that's how I met him. But he's a firefighter. He's a tried and true. I'm actually going to get him on this podcast because he's just got so many great stories to tell. Um, he's one of the ones that we'll be leading up soon. Um, but he's a phenomenal musician. I really dig what he does. He's very diverse and, and does. The, he's got a just really cool flair. So that's, on, that's why I threw that song on there. Um, also, that dude should write books on relationship advice. If you, as a guy, like follow how he handles shit. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, mad respect for him. And then this this lead out track is actually I'm really excited because after a 10 year hiatus, the Broken Poet Society is back. This is a group that I've been working with through my record label for a lot of years. And David Angel and I have become truly just almost family. We're just that we're good friends. And and watching him grow as a musician. We got an EP, new EP coming out at the end of March. So the song coming out of this is Stitches. And it's, I don't know, if you get a chance to, if you're into new metal or you're into like poetic metal, it's phenomenal. I'm really, I couldn't be prouder of the project just just having my little piece, which is nothing musical. I just get to help distribute and do it, you know, do it justice. But it's a great, great track, great EP. So it's I'm really excited for this one to come out. And that comes out uh, March 28th. Of 2023 so got those and i'm gonna leave you with this um i got a couple funny ones that, that popped up and i was like i'm gonna throw this out there uh because i do the whole florida man thing my phone occasionally goes well you might like this one too and it says georgia woman crashes suv into popeyes after her order was missing biscuits and as a person who feels that popeyes is completely different my friend Ken says that it's basically Oklahoma. There's like like Tulsa and Oklahoma City west, Popeyes and Popeyes. I think it's actually the Mississippi River. Anything west of the Mississippi River, that's not Popeyes. Do yourself a favor, drive across, go to the east, go to the south, and have real Popeyes. It's just way fucking better. But if you don't include the biscuits, I would probably relate to this person. Like I feel like that actually has some validity to it. I, I don't know if I would kill my car for the sake of some biscuits, but I would definitely care it out a little bit. I will say that. And then this just came through on my phone, and I think it's really hilarious. The president of Mexico has just released photos of what he says is an elf. So now I have to go study this because 
the D&D nerd in me wants to know what kind of elf. This is important. This is important information. Anyway, as always, take care of each other. Please check on your loved ones. Please check on people, even if it's just sending ridiculous memes or just a, hey, what's up thinking about you? People need that shit. Yes, I am very much a negative person, but I do believe on that we have a responsibility to each other. So do that. And the other side of that is that if you're feeling alone, if you are feeling like you need somebody or you need someone to talk to or you just need to vent, reach out. You can reach out to me. I, I will promise to be a safe space. If you just need to talk or you need to talk about something random or you just want to feel like you're not alone, I don't fucking sleep. Hit me up in the middle of the night. If I'm around, I will try to answer you. I can promise that. Can't say I'm going to. I say I can try to. Some of that's just I don't see all my notifications. Sometimes I miss out. But don't feel alone. Don't feel alone in this world. Take care of each other. Check on each other. Peace. Peace.